4: Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to Forest Green Rovers vs Brafford City pre-match chat here. But I'm just going to say something before we get this going. So on a podcast last week, uh, the, the other day, sorry, we we had someone basically come on and saying how stuff has been affecting the family. Well, people have been trolling the family, abusing the family and stuff like that. And other people, it's been happening to other people, just saying it's bang out of order. And if the shoe was on the other foot, you would probably not like it. And also, if you get caught doing it, you probably could get sent down or other stuff could happen. So just a friendly warning, guys and girls. Don't do it because it's not very good and it's it could it could affect people's mental health and stuff as well. So that's out of the way. Right. So, Forest Green versus Bradford City. So, the game kicks off tomorrow, the 28th of November, 2023, at 7.45pm at the Bolt New Lawn Stadium. And the referee is Simon Mather. And looking at Simon Mather's stats, in League One, he's given six appearances. He's given out 32 yellow cards, seven red cards. In League Two, he's had four appearances, dished out sixteen yellow cards, no no red cards. And in League One, he has given one one appearance. I know, yeah, one appearance. He's given seven yellow cards and no red cards. Bradford City are currently 14th in the league on a goal difference of uh, 23 points, and they've played 19 games. Forest Green are right at the bottom 18th uh, 18 games played and on 15 points So today we've got Miss Callie should hopefully be here
5: I am here, I am full of cold but I'm here
4: (laughs) Oh, makes
6: a
5: change (laughs) Shut up you
4: (laughs) And then we've also got Stan who always sits on the fence so he should be here as well, and we have got Miss Diane, who always has to watch out where she, where she's walking. Uh, okay, right. So, guys and girls, let's start off. So, Stan, what's your thoughts on the breakfast si- breakfast si- situation at the minute?
1: Um, well, I don't know if there's anything happened today, but um, yeah, just good. Good result on Saturday. I think it says a lot that there could have been quite a few contenders for the man of, man of the match. So it's um, uh, good to see. Um, yeah, see, let's take that into uh, tomorrow night, and um, uh, yeah, and get a good result down at uh, Forest Green. Are you going tomorrow, Stan? I was going to do, but I've just I've, I'm busy with work, so um, yeah, I, I've got stuff on, so. I can't shift, so no, I'm not going short answer. I will be watching it on iFollow.
4: I'm going down. I'm just going down for the uh, the food. I love my food. I'm going down for the chips and curry sauce. It's really nice down there. Chips and curry sauce. would highly recommend it.
6: But vegan style?
4: Vegan style, mate. You can't go wrong with vegan stuff. Oh, it's, it's yeah, you is. can. <laughs> no, you can, Johnny. <laughs> you really can. <laughs> you, don't knock it if you've not tried it before. It's, I've, it's, it's I've, lovely. I used
1: to live with a vegan. I know.
4: <laughs> You're all right, fair Right Miss Callihoot,
1: currently full of cold
4: I'm hopefully not
5: speaking like a Dalek I oh, know, I just feel, I just sound like I'm talking down my nose a bit <laughs> I'm, I've even rung in sick to work tonight I'm not even well enough to go
6: to work Oh the word we have <laughs> woman God, it's a bit of a cold, God
5: <laughs> No, I'm absolutely dying My eyes and my nose are streaming like mad
6: Mm. I, need, I just ah, need a ah, bit of ah. sympathy.
5: I've come in here for sympathy and i like, get nothing.
6: <laughs> is it man <manful>? floor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: you, You'll be out for days then, Kelly. I will, I will. To, only, you'll have to get a belt. I've only
5: got tomorrow to work and then I'm off till Sunday, so there's no point going in tomorrow, so. <laughs> is there?
1: bloody hell fire I <stole>. hours. <laughs> apparently guys man flu is a thing um because men do suffer with it worse it's to do with um no it's to do with um women women deal with it better because of estrogen levels or something like that there is actually uh evidence scientific evidence that proves that but uh, proves
5: that men are women and women are superior that's what you needed to say Mm.
1: well i'm not not gonna go down that rabbit (laughs) hole but um
4: so, we've gone from talking to Forestry <laughs> to men slash women now.
5: It just shows how much of a good little um, group we've got going on, doesn't it, when we can
1: chat about anything? <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, uh, I'll open that out then to everyone. What's everyone's thoughts then uh, with regards to uh, tomorrow? What do we think? I thought you were going to know all about man flu. Hello, so I, know, I
0: did. <laughs> but let's open the panel up to man
1: flu.
5: What's the situation of man flu? I think we're we're slowly <laughs> building. I think we're doing I think we're going the right way now, if I'm honest. I think Graham's getting them sorted out. I think the playing is a bit of bit more of a team. Um I think we're start I think I know it's like at the beginning of the season. I think the team's starting to gel again now. <laughs> <laughs> he was laughing at me?
4: Is that Tony? Yeah. Tony, are you laughing? No, i just got a tickle. <laughs> 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 oh god what tickle have you got
6: no i just got a tickle in the back of my throat <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right well, we'll move on from that
6: <laughs> anyone else then diane I tickly cough what do you I think th- i think go yeah uh, although I didn't, I didn't watch that i was there but i didn't watch it no you're on contrast you? yeah yeah
7: yeah <laughs> i saw you oh game yep yeah. Hold on, all game?
6: Yeah. I it didn't... on telly. How come you didn't make it to your seat? <laughs> because it went up telly and beers were flowing.
4: Ah, uh, so it was more warm in the concourse, is that what you're trying to say?
6: Oh, I would I wouldn't say it was warmer, no. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, say it was warmer. But we we did we did look we did look good because they they weren't a bad, they weren't a bad sight to be fair. Coming into coming into that game on Saturday, but I thought the back three. Uh, I thought Ash Taylor had a, a decent game for, for once. Mm. but bits I saw, but uh, I think no, like I, Charlie I, I, says I, 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 it's 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 great. It will take a bit of time, but I think he's he's starting to gel. A good side there, and I, I was glad for Cook because he had somebody up front with him, which yeah. took a bit of pressure off him.
4: So we've had uh, Chris Naylor, who uh, uh, CN Bantams underneath. He's just, but we've got to kick on tomorrow, get a decent result, and more importantly, another clean sheet. 100% agree there, bud, with you.
6: Yeah, I agree. So another Diane. Performance
1: by um, Brad Halliday, mind. He's a top player, though, Halliday. He always was. He's he's getting better and better every game. I sang his praises all last season. Uh, I don't get how people uh, were critical of him last year. I I can't get my head
6: around that. He's been our most consistent player this season, his truth be known.
4: I trying to see if there's any team news or anything out for tomorrow, because
1: I've not seen anything. Andy Cook and Harry Lewis last season for me as well.
7: Well, About yeah. you, Danny. you got any thoughts? Love? Well, for tomorrow night, I think yeah. hopefully we'll beat them as usual. And if we stick with what we played on Saturday and how we played, it should be a good game for everybody. Bang on,
4: yep. And do you think there'll be any changes tomorrow, guys, or do you think it'll just stick as it is?
6: I don't see how we can change it. You can't not change a winning team unless there's injuries.
1: You got to think of like a quick turnaround. I think I'm sure he sort of alluded to that at the weekend or before the weekend, um, you know, about players being left out and um, yeah, I mean, you don't need wholesale changes, but maybe one or two changes to keep it fresh and and keep your key players. Maybe the ones that, you know, kind of would need the odd rest now and again. But I mean, the one thing I've always said is I don't care what formation, what team, well, what team we play. As long as it's the correct team for the game and and we and we play well, basically.
6: Would you change out, Stan? Would you?
1: Um, well, it's interesting because it depends what shape he goes with, what he kind of sees um, how we how we're going to get the better of um, like Forest Green because obviously Bobby was left out and Bobby's been one of the best players as well this season. But you are kind of like, well, okay, how do you fit him in? to that sort of side because obviously he's playing like a 3-5-2 rather than a 4-2-3-1. So with the win backs going forward, Jamie's kind of like got that free role that him and Brad had a really good partnership on Saturday, but him, Brad and Bobby have had like a, a good little sort of triangle going on for quite a few games. So you, you kind of, it's it's who you'd leave out in that sense. But I, I, I've, I would like to see the lad um, Tomkinson because I think, um, it's good to see Kelly like a left-footed um, defender on that side. Platt's done all right, and Ash Taylor had actually uh, a good game on Saturday. But I'd like to see somebody like Tomkinson uh, maybe uh, come in the middle. And uh, so, because what we don't have is mobility in that back three, Saturday's back three. But I think with Tomkinson in there, you know, I think he would kind of be that sort of that pivot and that somebody who's mobile but can bring the ball out as well. What about yourself, Tony? Would you change it?
6: Uh, personally, no, because I always got told, even when when I played football a lot, of, a lot of years ago, we were always told, never change a winning team. But like you say, I know what you're saying, different game, they'll have different tactics. So you, you, you try to counteract it. I can't see who you could drop from Saturday, really. But there again, you don't know what, Ale- what you know what Alexander's. But I, I, I agree with you. I'd like to see this Tomkinson from Norwich play because apparently he is a bit like Critchlow, what? and the Critchlow mould. Well, the
1: um, the full game he played. He played against uh, Man City. I know it's kind of Man City in the 21s, but you can only go off of what you've seen. And he looked mobile. He looked reasonably quick. He was decent enough in the air, not that Man City were ever going to pose problems in the air. Um, but he, you know, so I, I think it's like horses for courses, but I think ultimately if we can kind of integrate him for the rest of the season and, and you know, sort of change it about a bit, I've no problem with that. Um, but, yeah, because um, obviously, when you think of it, guys, as well, we've got so many options. It's been mentioned with the bloated squad, but if you can kind of... You see, what Parky did really well um, was he would kind of change it a little bit. He would bring in players for the odd game that kind of gets them up to speed so that when you actually need those players, they can go straight into a side, having played two or three games here and there. And... Um, Uh, And basically, kind of, um, you know, sort of just fit in and and not be behind the rest of the team. I think it's a difficult one because I agree to a certain degree uh, that you, you know, try keep a settled side in terms of that. But um, I think I have no problem with changing a side for the, um, you know, picking a side for the for the for the game for the
6: opposition if that's how you do it. I have no problem with that. No, I I, I agree. I, I agree with what you're saying, but I just think that the longer they can stick together and play together, I think it can only be good for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I th- I think as well, you you've got to find that sort of balance, haven't you? Because mm. I think towards the end, back end, because probably because we didn't have the squad depth, but I think a few players back in the last season ran out of legs. Whether it was just um not running out of legs as such but just maybe that intensity or maybe they were carrying niggles and we didn't have that but you know we had harry chapman come off the bench on saturday looking uh lively and um you know so it's like where would you if you're playing like a two up front uh who would you know say for example um you want to rotate or smith's got a knock and this is open. I'll start with you, Tony. But it's open to anyone else. Who would you put up front alongside Andy Cook if we're going to play two up front? Good I would question. probably.
4: I would probably say Smith because Smith's doing pretty well at the minute, and Oliver's coming back from injury. I would stick with Smith. He's playing well. He's scoring goals.
6: Anyone other than Tyler Smith? Sorry, I meant ah. You couldn't play Oliver because the him and him and uh, Cook are the identical players. They're both. Target men. So I don't think that would work.
4: How many, how many strikers have we actually got at the club? Um, bah, 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 bah. Where's my football app? There it is. Uh, football. So on the pitch, men's first team profiles. So striker-wise, we fielder strikers. We've got Andy Cook, Tyler Smith, Oliver, Bobby Poynton, Matt Derbyshire. And Adam Wilson, and oh my lord, names what I can't pronounce. Af Connor and uh Tuluk.
6: Oh, and he's from West Portland. Brom, that, right? Yes, he's he's, he's disappeared into wilderness, hasn't he? Ryan Tuluk,
4: yeah. I think he goes on tr- like training stuff like that. If they do crap in training, they could do one crap ball and they'd be like, Yeah, you're not starting tomorrow.
6: You just never know, do you? you
4: no. Know, Changing up time out
6: there. I think, though, um, what
1: you were sort of mentioning, they were like forward players rather than strikers or, or kind of like number 10s or just like a second striker. Um, really, I'm talking... The question was regarding, like, if Tyler Smith, say, he's dropped to the bench or he's just got a knock or whatever, who would you put up specifically in that position? Now, you've mentioned uh, Oliver, which I agree, obviously, you wouldn't put them two together, would you? Um, but so from that, you know, you you do have options, and you've got whoever you know who's in the building at the moment. You've got uh, Chapman Walker that could play in that role. Uh, Dabs, but Dabs, obviously, I don't think he has got a, a nineteen in it really, has he? So, oh yeah. So uh, and and as well, come January. What will you guys do to the squad? Because we, we will have Jake Young coming back. We should, hopefully, we'd have Ryan Ease coming back. We'd have um, Timmy coming back. It's a bit of a headache for uh, Alexander. Do you think he's going to... Now, bear in mind, I've said, well, I don't think it's that easy to get rid of people. But what do you think will happen, uh, guys?
4: I think we'll personally bring in a, a new goalkeeper. Because looking at the team again, Let me get back on Uh, uh, profiles. There is, so we've got (laughs) Harry Lewis, Colin Doyle, and Heath Richardson, who's currently out on loan. And like we're saying last time, if Harry Lewis has a bit of a naff game, there's no one there to replace him apart from Colin Doyle. Colin Doyle's knocking on a bit now. I know he's there as player coach, but I would probably suggest go for a better backup. So bring a better backup into the club. And then, like, looking at the defence, I know Ash Taylor's come... He's played well. Uh, Sam Stubbs playing OK. Kelly's playing well. Uh, We've got... I think... Uh, I can't pronounce games again. I'll just call him orky-corky. But I reckon he'll be going back to... He'll probably be going back to Brentford if he's hurt himself and gone for surgery. So that'll be one less player there. Uh, midfield... We've got a, not a bad midfield. Like when you say Ryan East comes back, uh, we got, and then obviously Kevin McDonald when he's hundred percent fit. I don't know what's actually happened to him, but he's disappeared a bit. And strike, yeah, we've got quite a lot of strikers, but we need someone who can like Mac Derbyshire for example. I know he's knocking on the bit now, but has he even scored for Bradford yet? Apart from preseason.
6: Not in this question. Not in this league. I don't think he has. No. Um.
1: So how do you how do you see things going in, guys? Um. You know, with regards, to do, do what do you suppose Graham Alexander might do with regards to um how the squad? I mean, say let's say between now and uh, January or mid January, do you think he'll kind of try other players out in games because? Seemingly, he's learning who he can and can't rely on at this stage um, through games rather than just training alone. What do you think?
4: I agree with you on that, Stan. Uh, uh, with training, like the training stuff, and giving players game time. It's like when he took when we were getting battered by Notts County the other day, and he took off. Did he took off Taylor and somebody else. Pointing. and then he brought on. Who did he bring on? Rick Richardson and someone else he brought on?
6: Uh, good question. He
1: moved yeah. Gillian further forward, didn't he? Um, with Jamie Walker. He brought... I'm trying to think, did he bring Tyler Smith on? Oh uh, No, no, because he started, didn't he? So, um, Oh, gosh, for the life of me, I can't remember now, the second half. But um, he changed the shape, didn't he, to what we've played?
6: Yeah.
4: Who did he bring on? So, uh, looking on foot mod, uh, he brought on Kieran Kelly and Matty Platt and Adam Wilson. So he then took off, where are we? Yeah, Taylor and Richard, no, not Taylor. Taylor and Poynton came off.
6: That's right.
4: And then he brought on Kelly. Platt, and then he brought an Adam Wilson later on. So that strengthens the defence. And then if we go back to the game on Saturday, just gone. Because Declan Stanley, he had uh, his back. Oh, he had a back three. Platt, Taylor, Kelly.
6: Yeah, he played all day. And Yeah. There's a wing back, didn't he?
4: Yeah, Richardson wing back as well. Yeah. Smallwood uh Walker, Smith, Cook, Gilead, that is a strong team. And I think like I know we've discussed it in past podcasts and spaces about dinosaur formations four four two, but like looking at that now, I think it's like five two three not five two three. Yeah. Yeah, three three four three in it is played there. And he did well with subs as well, bringing subs on. So I think we're getting there slowly, game by game.
1: I think as well, um, the one thing um, I couldn't get my head around at the start of the season when people were saying that Brad um, is not a wing-back, I mean, he's pretty much played that role all last, not like specifically wing-back, but he's a, he's a full-back that gets forward. I, I never understood kind of, um, the observation that he never got forward or anything like that. I think he was one of the most, um, influential going forward, definitely. And it's and definitely suits him in this role now, as well. Yep.
4: So, I'm seeing if there's any more team because...
6: Where would you put he's... Jake Young if he come back? Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't
1: it? I think mm. he could play, um, Go ahead, Diane. You go, right. you, go, you go ahead.
7: Yeah, you were just talking about team news, weren't you? i yes. just on TNA, and he's saying, we're head to Forest screen tomorrow night, aiming to make it three wings on the bounce, which you are. Alexander will assess the recovery from the weekend, but has no plans to shape things up, and has taken the same squad. Same team, then. Get that in your panel, yeah. guys. Same team. Uh, and then the panel? We won't be changing the message too much. We'll analyse what the opposition do, but we want our team to be consistent in how we play. We want our players to feel comfortable in that and not changing week to week depending on the opposition.
6: So he's took Lewis, has he?
7: He has taken my Harry. I
6: wish somebody would take
7: him. I won't say a word.
4: Uh, Tony. (laughs) With that comment there, do you not like Harry Lewis? Or no, just...
6: no, I love him. No, oh, you no, wind, I, I, you wind don't up
7: our Diane. Don't wind up our. Oh, Diane. Oh, he wound me
5: up on Saturday when he said it to me. Don't,
7: just don't oh, mention bye Rich. Bye,
5: Don't mention Rich to Tona. That's what you've got not to do.
6: Oh, that clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
5: go about get, go we, Yeah, the know. amount of um, arguments me and Tony have had on the fun bus going down to games is about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: <laughs> so, on a, going back about loan players, uh, Andy Tubbs Taylor is sent us one saying, "Think, GA uh, could send all the loan players back to the clubs. To be honest, and bring in his players beside Young and East." And
6: tell me I if I'm wrong, gone, guys. To Johnny. Yeah. I think he's got to bring his own players in.
4: Well, tell me if I'm wrong you guys, but MK Dons, he actually brought in some decent players, I think. Uh, so if someone just wants to fill for a minute.
5: Callie, do a chat for two minutes, love? Yeah. Isn't it normally a curse, though, when we get these players back? They're banging goals in for nobody when, do you know what I mean, when they go out to these other teams. And then as soon as they come back to us, it like goes stalemate again.
1: I think it depends, like, how we play them, doesn't it? And and how we play because, you know, like, um, uh, my gosh, what was he called? The last one I went to. um,
5: Ian Ian Doyle.
1: Owen Doyle, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, we kind of didn't play to his strengths. We we kind of played him like a target man, which he wasn't. And um, he couldn't win a header for Toffee, but he obviously scored, you know, went to Swindon played in a system that suited him, um, wasn't getting the fans on his back, um, Didn't obviously didn't want to come back. A few weeks ago, I'm sure it was Liam uh, too, who basically said that he wants to come back. So, uh, you know, like I said, I've like said before, his beef was never with the club or the fans, I guess. I think it was like a huge thing. So...
5: Um, it's the expectation as well, isn't it? Obviously, yes. I'm sure. I'm sure Jake. I'm sure he's looking at what people are saying. They I must. They must do, and the expectation that he's going to come back and be a superstar and accept, and that's a lot of pressure, isn't it, for them?
6: Yeah, but it's like, like Stan just said. It depends how Swindon are playing him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's got more. He scored more goals this season than we have. We have. We have all together. Now, is that that a thing of, is he in the right place at the right time? Or is it the system that Swindon playing suits him?
1: I think the goal I'd seen from Saturday, kind of the ball was put through to him. And he was on the left side. And and it's almost like he did what he pretty much did with us, was like coming from the left and score there. I mean, he didn't have to do it too much because he was kind of out almost in a position but I think that's his game really and it kind of coming in from the left and, and basically then going direct and, and, and shooting and scoring he did that for us last season and scored some really good goals it? Is.
4: so just having so quickly look going back at the MK Dons players what
2: and there it is. Applied. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
3: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Uh,
4: Graham Alexander brought in. He's brought in. Two,
5: three, four,
4: five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 14, 15, 16. brought in about 16 players. Uh, just to summarize, he's brought in two players in from Charlton on a free transfer. So he's. Looking there is looking at League Two, League One, even brought in someone from the Scottish Premier. But then going back and looking at all the things they brought in, they're currently just one point above us at the minute, they're 13th in the league. So I think Graham Alexander should do well in the transfer market if he works well with whatever his name is at City, uh, Gent. So just what's people's thoughts on that in working with Gent, really? Do you think he'll work together or? Separate or what's,
1: it, what's people's thoughts on that? They have to do, don't they? I mean, Gents, in his function, is to source the players. Um, Graham Alexander, whoever the manager is, will say, I'm after this sort of player or that sort of player. You know, maybe they'll he'll have already somebody in mind and he'll kind of uh, go out and, and find a player. That's probably how it works. Um, so, you know, I can't see Gent being moved on or anything because there's, there's almost like too much of an investment in that infrastructure being put in. What do you guys think? Who was Jack? He was the guy from Middlesbrough who basically, you know, sort of scouts the players and, and get fines in. Oh, you
6: know, right.
1: I see. Like who, who kind of, and then it negotiates with, I think, Ryan Sparks and, and probably the manager with regards to negotiating with players as well. Mm. he he was when he was at Middlesbrough he kind of was the I can't remember what role he was he didn't run it this is like a step up for him in terms of a hierarchy but he kept an eye on a lot of the lone players going out from Middlesbrough so apparently he has a lot of knowledge or you know of, of this level and, and things like that so um that was what was being said at the time um So that's. I I can't see his role or it changing because, you know, I think unless there's something really fundamentally wrong based on last season and bits of this season, most of the signings he's got right. Most of the players scouted he's got right because we had a. That was what what went on from the first 13 games from Hughes into the summer and basically um, sourced a team and a squad that got us into a playoff semi-final. Um, so I think for most part, he yeah, has got it right, but someone's got, got it wrong and that's just the nature of football, isn't it? So. It is. So on about
4: Stephen Gent, uh, just found this on the line, uh, he was Head of Scouting Operations at Middlesbrough. And now at Bradford, he's uh, he's Head of Recruitment. So he's had, like you're saying there, he's had a, he's had a bit of a promotion. Oh, quite a lot of promotion, probably.
6: Do you know what I'd like to see coming in January, window. If it's true, the rumours, and I have seen it on Facebook, but I can't remember what I saw it on. uh Lee Gregory.
4: Is that the guy from Sheffield Wednesday?
6: Yeah, he, he, he played the playoff final for Millwall when the beaters won nil. He's been about a bit.
7: Didn't he used to play for Halifax Town?
6: I believe he did.
7: Yeah, that's where Millwall got him from, wasn't it? Halifax Town? Yes. Definitely. He's played at
6: Stoke as well. He's played at yeah. Stoke.
4: Uh, right, Lee Gregory, Wikipedia. Forward.
6: Yeah, he's centre-forward. Yeah, he's player. He um... is.
4: So he yeah. started off at Stavely Minners Welfare, Mansfield, Glapwell, Harrogate Town, Halifax Town, Millwall, Stoke, Derby and Sheffield Wednesday.
6: Yeah.
1: Right, I'll put a question out to you you guys, and if anyone else wants to join us, we've got a few listeners, feel free to join us. You're more than welcome. Um, your ins and outs, who would you keep, who would you move on in January? Oof. God. Ooh. Start with the host.
4: Oh! Pressure! Right, Uh let me just get my league thing up again. Uh, not league, here we go. Right, so, in that, Lewis, Doyle and Richardson. With that, obviously, I think we'd need to bring a new goalkeeper in, so that'd be okay there. Keep Halliday, Rydall, keep. Ash Taylor, 50 50 for me. Keep Platt. I would get rid of Sam Stubbs. Uh, we've got Luke Hendry, keep him. Keep Kelly. Imu's at National League, whose name I can't pronounce, uh, he had a bit of a bad game I think last time he played, so I would get rid of him, Oki Koki's going, uh, Harvey Rowe keep him, Dawson keep, Lewis Richardson keep, Jonathan Tompkins, I want to see more of him, Yeah. Smallwood keep, Jamie Walker keep, Ossie Debbie,
6: no, let him go.
4: Yeah because when I've seen him come on and I've said it in past podcasts it sounds it looks like he's got laggy banged legs. He can run but then he leaves ball behind and stuff like that. Uh Patterson I think he's a really good player but he's been He's a big for miss.
6: Him. Yep. He's uh, a big miss is that kid cuz he reminds me of Gary Jones.
4: Keep Gilead. uh or or keep him he's improving. Definitely bring back Ryan East. Keep Chapman Kevin McDonald, Go. I need to see more of him play before I decide on that one. Then we've got Freddie Jeffers. I just don't think he's really played. Keep Cookie. Keep Tyler Smith. Keep Oliver. Keep Poynton. And then we've got Dylan Nyombe. He's out on loan. I would keep him. Get rid of Matt Derbyshire. He's, I don't think he's good enough. I know he's old. Uh, Jake Young. Keep him. Adam Wilson, keep him, and then obviously I would get rid of Tolock and AFCON, get rid of him, them two, and bring in a better striker. And that's it for me.
6: i I'd pretty much saying there, but then with all them players you're going to keep, it doesn't leave much manoeuvring to bring other players in, does it?
4: We've got a good squad, though. They just need to play well. They need like, time no. to gel and stuff like that. I'm gel, I know. It sounds like deja vu, but they're starting to play well, the team. It's just, I think we need to get rid of a couple of players, send the lone players back, and then that frees up slots.
5: I would like to see um, Young and Cookie as a partnership, see what they can conjure up.
6: Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree with that. Pretty much agree with that.
4: What about you, Stan? Who would you keep and get rid of?
6: Okay, so in goal,
1: obviously, no issues there. Um, Defence, Brad, obviously. Um, we've got Matty Platt, obviously, keeping. it would be a starter for me. Um, I'd Keep Taylor because he'll he'll have some stinkers, but he'll have some good games along the way. And as much as, as dreadful as he was in a couple of the games, I want everybody that's wearing that Claret and Amber shirt to play well because, you know, by default, you want him to play well, don't you? So um, I would um, keep Kelly, I'll keep Rides and um, Richards, obviously. Um, I there's only probably Paddy I'd let go. Um i bring back Ryan East. Um and it's not mu- there's not much. The only thing you can imagine is basically with regards to um who he sees is gonna get a game because that's still quite a big squad. Mm. And um, you know, you've got all these really good quality players. I mean I think the centre of me, midfield, like with Ryan East. And, uh, you know, if, if Pat, Patterson and McDonald are, are fit, then it's just like we've actually got a, a bag of riches, you know, sort of, um, we're spoilt for choice in terms of who you'd keep um, or, you know, the options that you have. And that's a case of keeping players happy. Um, and we, we are talking... He's still there, Stan. Uh, you know, yeah sorry I just uh, my nephew was just calling me on um, on WhatsApp so uh, bless um, yeah so this I mean it sounds harsh just like I would get rid of Paddy I, I think I think yeah it, it's a difficult one because there, there may be a game you know somewhere down the line where Paddy might come on you know for half an hour or whatever and, and, and play well and, and I would always want every single Bradford City player to play well, um, and I do believe we have a squad that's good enough.
6: Dan, do you think Oscar problem is after what happened to him last season in that first game? <laughs> do you think he's still it's still affecting him? Because I do. Uh, it,
1: it could it could do. I, I think I think from memory listening to feedback because we got him from Walsall, didn't we? Um, And from memory, the kind of comment was, or the comments were, um, that, you know, he'll have some good games and he'll have some poor games. And I think he's, he's a kind of typical player at this level where it's obviously got some skills to, you know, to, without kind of going, being too hard on players or you, you can't do it because they're obviously good enough to play professional football. You know, so so these are sort of like of a level, but what separates these players consistency is the big is the biggest thing really, if if these players were consistent to be played at a higher level. But also decision making. And and Paddy's kind of got this this sort of um he's one of these players that has like he's he's got that bit of unknown about him, but he doesn't bring that enough into into the uh, you know as many games as, as he you would hope that he you should yeah. yeah and and for somebody with like his basic skill set you know but then I, I don't think he's got a footballing brain but again at this level how many players have um, and I think that it's like how risky do you want to be do you want to kind of do you want as a manager do you want something where you got that little bit of the unknown in your side going forward. At the cost of potential dropping clangers, or no, not so much dropping back, etc. So I think that's maybe where you decide as a manager: is that player worth the risk, or worth uh, worth kind of the thought of a better way of putting it, negative sides to the game.
6: Yeah, I totally agree with like we're saying football in brain when he's on ball. You're thinking to yourself, what's he going to do? What's he going to do with it? And that player's thinking, well, I do have a fucking clue what he's going to do with it. Where's everybody
1: gone? Yep, still so Leo, just, just listening to your bud. Tony, I was just messaging my nephew. Um, no, that's fine. Have you got any, any thoughts on it, Dan Love? I'd obviously
7: keep Harry. Oh, I'll keep Harry. Oh, yeah, keep Harry. Who's taking Ricky Harry there? <laughs> definitely keep Harry. Um, I'd probably keep, like, like, everybody like you who've said, all the players, but I did hear that Luke Hendry did get injured against Hartlepool for Hartlepool.
6: But that's has well, been Well, great loss anyway.
7: I know. I know, so... but You're not yeah.
6: going to replace Brad Allardy at that position. He ain't, is he? No.
7: Because you definitely keep Brad there and everything but like they might send players back that we've got in on log but we'll just have to wait and see you won't know will you but hopefully we'll get Jake Young and Ryan East back
4: so I think January is going to be a massive month in it for City really like the good old days where you're refreshing Twitter and stuff like that and just seeing who's coming who's going and announcements being made at so and so time and stuff like that might yep. be bringing a big player you never know
1: so with that, then, do you guys think that um, Alexander will pretty much keep what he's got, or do you think he'll kind of want to, sort of more or less straight away in the first window, kind of moving things about? I mean, we don't know, do we? I mean, we, I, I've I've not, not followed exactly. I've not followed his career, so I've not. You know, I don't know really. But you know, that's the thing. Isn't it? Is he going to stick with the squad and see how it goes, or? is he going to kind of then start to just slowly bring in a few players and maybe let players that he doesn't see fitting into his his mould? What do you think? Have you got got any
6: thoughts on it? I think what you've got to remember is, he hasn't had, there's only been how many games has he had now, three. So is he going to have long enough to look at each and every individual and think, yeah, there's a place here for you, or I'm sorry, I'm, Gonna to have to go out and get somebody better. Do you think? Do you think he's gonna have long enough by the time January he comes round? Just, uh I can't think what word. I know. I know what word I'm looking for. Kind of
1: like assess.
6: I can't. I can't think of it. What? To what you... shit. To ascertain. Basically, do you think it? He'll have enough time to weigh the squad up and decide who he wants to keep and does he want to let anybody go and who he wants to bring in.
4: So I think he said in the press conference about the team is too big. It is. And uh, Jamie, have you got any thoughts on this? Sorry, I know you've been patiently waiting there. Yeah, I I
2: think he will have... I think most good managers, they will know within two weeks which players are going to be in their style or which players are going to be looking at the way that they want to play football. I think any manager will know that within a couple of weeks. So he he will have seen players already, Alexander. I'm sure that that he he's already thinking, get rid of them in January. He will have seen those players. But I think one player that's not being mentioned from what I've heard, has been Patterson. Because, for me, at the start of the season, he was our highlight... He was one of our highlighted players. I actually thought he was going to be our leading goal scorer, but he seems to be injured. But, from what I've heard, the club haven't actually said what's wrong with him. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe... um, Maybe Alexander could be asked a question in terms of when is Patterson due to be reintegrated into the squad, whens his inj- injury supposed to be cleared up by? but I think in my opinion, all the lone players will be sent back because I don't think any of the lone players we we signed that start of season. Have actually done anything to strengthen the squad?
4: Yeah, I hundred percent agree with you there because yeah. uh, they've not really set anything going after the forward the players. It's like we've when we had Banks and Wright, we're like, oh wow, yeah, what can Banks and Wright do? And they're tearing up defenses and stuff and petrifying people. But these loan players, they've not really gone well after they've
6: panic buys. That's what. Well, panic yeah. wars, That's what they were. Panic loans. Uh, Tullock's been the closest, though. Um, he's kind like I of... said before, Patterson
1: has been a big miss.
6: Yeah. yeah, Without a
1: doubt. But that's interesting, isn't it? Because you've got that middle three of, uh, at the moment now, with Smallwood at the base, and you've got Walker and Gilead, both with their energy levels. And, and Patterson's the same, really. Um, so... Say, for example, everybody of, got? Of, the, sorry? So of, the, of the central midfielders that we've got, we've got basically, this is, let's assume that it's going to keep this formation for quite a bit. You have options, don't you? You've got Walker, you've got Gilead, uh, and then you've got... everybody there? Lutton. We can
4: hear your tone, really. Yeah. You? Oh.
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. It just went bloody dead.
4: Yeah, uh, we, we just, it normally happens when we're listening.
6: Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I say, I think like I say, Pat Patterson has been a big miss, without a doubt. Because he was score, he, start- he was starting to score, but like you say, I don't even know what injury he's got or what injury he picked up. But I thought we, I, I thought he would have been back by now.
1: Well, he, he was kind of on a bit of a comeback, but I think he broke down, didn't he, or something like that. But. I was just, when you were having uh, technical issues there, Tony, I was just saying that, so when we've got, like, uh, if we assuming we play with uh, three in midfield, and obviously the obvious candidates uh, are the further forward, Gilead and um, Jamie Walker with uh, with Smallwood at the base, there are alternatives, but you kind of think, well, who's going to be that player at the base? I mean, obviously, um, they would have to do a... um, if you like take one for the team because the likes of um mcdonald uh patterson and ryan east are players that like to go forward i would say probably the, the closest we've got maybe who would fit in that mold would pro- out of the current crop that we've got it's probably ryan east who would be play that more of a kind of quarterback role within that um but the rest we have, uh, Smallwood aside, are, are kind of players that we uh, see that they want to go forward with the ball. So, so I think that's a, a big conundrum that he's got. Um, and, I, and I think that's where we've got the, you know, abundance of riches there, really, have not we, in terms of um, the quality? Because you you've seen Walker get a few goals now. You've seen Gilead you know, being up there, and, and then obviously yeah, Patterson was scoring goals as well at, earlier on in the season. So um, I, I think it is kind of like I think, yeah, talking about it, he may he may just keep Ryan East on loan to the end of the season. You don't know, do you? Because you might think, well, I've got enough in that middle. Um, it all depends on how McDonald and and uh, Patterson are with their injuries.
4: I yep. Has anyone else got anything? Any, anyone else got anything they want to say about the the game or transfer activity they would like to see? <laughs> set the, set that, that's a new. No. Uh, right. Is anyone okay? Stan's favorite part. Score predictions for tomorrow, Stan.
1: It's going to be forty-two to ten.
4: Bloody up. massive scoring, yeah. Yep. <laughs> You've been watching NFL again.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I think we're just doing it out, of, um, out of habit now. But yeah, on the fence. On the fence. Miss Kelly. Um,
5: <laughs> the last Forest game I went to, Forest Green game I went to was. The one that Andy Cook was run like the whole pitch, do you remember? Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um Callie I think, got very giddy there, yep. Oh was, yeah, that was it was a good game to go to those that. Um I'm going to two one City win
6: tomorrow. Oh, Cali.
5: Johnny, <laughs> what's your predictions for tomorrow?
7: I'll
6: I'll take a sneaky one nil. Oh <laughs> to who? Ratford. <laughs> just check in, just check Oh, in. sorry.
7: <laughs> Miss Diane? Uh, I was thinking about this. I'm going to go 3-1 to us.
6: Really? Um, yeah. You're going to have, have Harry conceded?
7: Yeah, let Harry concede one.
6: <laughs> you better not, though. I think what? you're a traitor there, Diane.
1: What? You're a traitor. How can you say that?
7: How well, is... 3-0 then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's better.
7: I'll change it to 3-0 then.
1: All right. <laughs> Jamie?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking it's not the nicest staging to be playing at on a cold winter's evening, so I'm going to go for a one all.
6: Are you going, Jamie?
2: No, I was thinking about it, but no, nah, it's too far in the midweek. thought Coach
5: <laughs> got, you got a coach on?
2: No, it's not got a coach on, so there's, and co- we got going. there's a couple of casts going, and I think Shipley are running a coach. I think that's about yeah, it. I'm,
6: I'm going with Shipley. So, just a quick question. Is anybody going to Wackrow City? I I can say that again, sorry. Yeah, who's going to Wackerel City? What
5: is Wackerel City? What, what's Wackerel City?
6: <laughs> Gillingham. Oh,
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm going Gillingham.
1: I may be going to that. I'm going Gillingham. <laughs> but,
7: <laughs> I'm right. not seeing my dad. <laughs>
4: So, looking at the league table, I know uh, Forest Green Rovers are right down there. And we, normally what, ha- what what does normally happen, Callie, when we normally play bottom of the league? We <laughs> normally lose 3-0. We normally get 3-0 or we lose. <laughs> so, I'm going to be the one who puts the downer on everybody's day. I think we're going to lose 1-0 against Forest Green Rovers tomorrow.
6: And mm, interesting. We always mm. lose Tony
4: against bottom of the
6: league, bud. Well, oh, as far oh, we get battered. Got to change. <laughs> but
5: really? we're, going, we're going well at the minute. The confidence is high, isn't it? That's got to be a plus <laughs> sign. Absolutely plus sign. All right, I'm
4: gonna push this button a minute. Do do. Right, so
5: before I disappear again, I'm
4: gonna just re- relate what I said this. In uh before we started the podcast this morning. So we had someone who came on the podcast last week and basically they've been abused, the family have been abused, and it's not right and it needs to stop. I know us Bradford City fans, we can get along with each other, but sometimes it turns toxic. So if anyone's listening to this podcast and you are trolling people or bullying people or picking on people, it needs to stop because you can get yourself in trouble if you get caught. There's a lot of keyboard warriors about, I've even been it when I said something stupid at the fan forum, it plays on people's mental health, and it can make people poorly, and stuff like that, so it needs to stop. Anyway, moving back on, everyone thank you for joining, from Stan, Callie, Tony, Diane and Jamie, also if you like what you're hearing, podcast is on, going to be soon be on uh, most of the podcast services also we are on Bradford See Up The Chickens that's on uh, podcast services and also Bradford See Up The Chicken on Facebook and if you like my videos and stuff what are happening also it's Brace BraceHodge1 on YouTube wherever you're in the world good morning good afternoon good evening good night thank you for listening
0: Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.